The Notorious OTB on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by the SGPM Merch Store. Use the promo code NFCBEAST for 15% off, and it's active until the Eagles or Giants lose their next game. I don't know if Sean and Kramer are supremely confident or supremely defeatist. Welcome, everybody, to the Notorious OTB, brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. And as always, it's all good, baby, baby. Uh, it was all a dream. We used to read Blood Horse Magazine. I'm your host, Chase Sessoms, the Wolf of Oaklawn. I got with me Jeff. You might know him as Charting Horse Value uh, from Twitter uh, or just from his fantastic uh, product that he puts out through uh, Horse Racing Nation, correct? We're all Team Horse Racing Nation here. Yeah, I do it through Horse Racing Nation. Uh, I got my own website as well with some blogs on it, videos. I got a YouTube you know, channel. So it's going well. I'm enjoying it. So there are three three ways that I know that Jeff is just an outstanding individual. One is he might be the only person I've ever heard Trackside Mike talk uh, positively about. Uh, two, <laughs> fellow Hog fan. Yeah, it's going to get obnoxious. Three, loves him some Oakland just like me. So, uh, you know, I, <laughs> he was nice enough to have me on his first stream that he did. And uh, I, I've been meaning to return the favor. So I'm glad I finally got you, got you on, man. Yeah. All right. So excited about the Breeders' Cup? Really excited. Um, we're going to be going to Vegas, my wife and I and some friends. And uh, going to play, you know, we're going to be at the win. So going to be playing from the, the win and encore sport and race books. But, uh, yeah, it's a good Breeders' Cup. Um, you know, the classic, I don't, I'm going to be rooting for Epicenter. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, obviously I know Flightline is going to be extremely tough to beat. Uh, the turf racing. I'm going to be looking for a Euro because mm-hmm. uh, I don't think there's any halfway decent male uh, turf horse. Uh, Warlike Goddess actually is really good, but she's running against the boys, I think. Yeah, I I would. I don't know why you take that shot with all these powerful Euros coming across. And then plus, I mean, the, it seems like the horses that we send for these like marathon turf races to race against the best in the world are the same like five horses that just take turns beating each other at different tracks across America. Well, yeah, it, it wasn't always like that, but it's definitely like that the last couple of years. So, yeah, I don't like our chances there. Um, you know, so I think it's going to be a good card. I think there's going to be some places to take a shot. Um, there's been a lot of Twitter talk about the Dirt Mile, which actually this year is a mile and 70. Yeah. Um, and uh, I think it's a disgusting race. I'm really upset about it. I think the horses in there are going to be legit. I think you're going to get Jack Christopher in there. You're going to get some really nice salty horses, but I, you know, I just don't think it's a Breeders' Cup event. Uh, And they, you know, that's it. The the Dirt Mile tends to be one of my favorite races because it's such like a no frills race. It's just these horses that are freaks at this distance just run their eyeballs out. Like I'm thinking about what Nick's Go did a couple years ago, where they just go out there and they freak for an entire eight furlongs and there's not a lot of strategy to it. It's just raw power and raw speed. And 
I mean, hell, I, I liked watching Dolph Lundgren in, in movies back in the day. So you got to think that's right up my alley. Um, okay. So I, Do you like, you it? mentioned, yeah, I, I like it, but I, like you said, it's not the, it's not the most impressive field. It's just one of my, one of my more favorite races. I, I'm excited for, I, last time I had an excellent Breeders' Cup, it was at Keeneland uh, okay. a couple of years ago. I had, yeah. Had Whitmore that year, uh, which uh-huh. I think I might have bet just to prove my friends wrong, who told me that he was done and he, he couldn't win. Um, but yeah, that was I on Future Stars Friday. Crushed it. Was alive to a big pick four single to Jackie's Warrior, who just blew. Before we knew Jackie was a was a way better one turn horse, but yeah, right. it, it it happens. It's uh, I seem to take my beatings whenever like the they go west for the for the Breeders' Cup, but kind of dial in whenever they go to Keeneland. Good. Well, uh, I think I was in Vegas for the first Keeneland Breeders' Cup, the one with American Pharaoh. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, anyway, I'm back to Vegas and I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. it's uh, And by the way, the show actually sponsored by uh, the win and win bet. So I don't know, maybe right. we can get you some like buffet, buffet vouchers or, or hey, something. Excellent. Uh, while we uh, got a minute before we hit our first break, uh, why don't you kind of Tell folks about your uh, your product that you put out through uh, Horse Racing Nation, the the good old charting horse value charts that I, I know plenty of people who just make killings using this thing. Well, um, I you know I guess first of all I created it um, back in the mid nineties. You know I, I I bought a laptop for the purpose of creating this program, uh, and back then I was putting all the data in manually until I found a a, a dial up site I could get the data. This is dial-up modem days. Uh, so I mean, the I've been sound working, of the internet, right? <laughs> you know, and you know, I've been working on it ever since. And uh, when I retired from my regular job, I decided to start selling it, and uh, it's been going great. Now, the key to the site or the key to the product is the fair odds lines that I provide, mm-hmm. and I'm basically looking for horses that I think will go off at higher odds than those fair odds lines. And then I look at a few other factors to pr- put together some letter grades. Um, but, you know, I mean, it's a complicated product. But the thing that's nice about it is in a tiny little screenshot, you get all the pertinent information you need to handicap a race. Yeah. Uh, you get pace analysis. You get trainer jockey analysis. You get the odds lines. You get some speed figures. I mean, you're getting it all in a tiny amount of space. There's nothing else like it out there. Uh, and then you can, of course, use it exclusively, which I often do. Or you can supplement it with some past performances and uh, put your eyes on some past performances. Nothing wrong with that. But, um, you know, most of the time I'm just playing right off the chart and I'm doing just fine. Yeah, I, we, I, we're in the same, uh, you know, horse racing uh, group DM on Twitter. And uh, it seems like every time I check in, it's like, we hit the, you know, we hit the CHV plus, you know, plus horse here. And, you know, it came in at a price. It's like, man, this just, this man has put in his blood, sweat and tears, years, fine crafting this thing. I love it because like you said, you can use it to, to play off of it, or you can just use it as supplemental information, which you know, I, I think is, is really cool. Like I'm always the, I'm the guy who wants to do what you're doing, like build, build the sheet to have the, the supplemental information, you know, have my thing and then supplement. So, right. you know, yeah, it's a, it's a really cool product uh, that you got to check out, but we're going to put his product to the test when we come back. Whenever we take a look at the Keeneland late pick five for Saturday, we will be right back with more notorious OTV. 
Thinking of joining WinBet? Well, now's the perfect time. New customers who bet $100 get a $100 free bet. Plus, the WinBet Casino is always open 24 hours a day where you can get a 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. If you're looking to join the WinBet Biggest Winners Club, whoever hits the biggest parlay on WinBet odds-wise gets a $1,000 free bet. WinBet is truly hashtag DGENs only. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know that we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change, terms, conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you're someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Welcome back to the Notorious OTB, brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Uh, we are- Uh, Jeff, I'm going to keep using that until Biggie's mom sues me and tells me that I have to stop <laughs> using it. But Jeff is here to help me look at the Keeneland Late Pick 5 for this Saturday, the 22nd of October, which I got to mention, uh, we're still celebrating. You know, rock stations have the month of October here. We celebrate celebrate Poppin' Locktober. I saw I saw you dance it. You you dance more than most of my guests actually do whenever I play that sound clip. So I appreciate that. But this starts race six. Post time is three forty Eastern, or as I like to say, two forty God's time. Uh, it includes the Perryville and the Raven Run. Uh, it starts with race six. So let's go ahead and dive in. Race six, the Perryville Stakes is seven furlong, two hundred fifty thousand dollars stakes for three year olds. Uh, interesting little race here. Uh, kind of what. There's one horse I really want to know uh, how you, you know, where you landed with it. But go ahead, just let us know what you're going to do for race six. Well, you, you um, if you're playing any serial wagers, you got to use the eight. Okay. Um, tough to bet that horse at six to five or maybe even lower, co- you know, post time. Um, but that horse is a very, very strong contender and runs his race every single time. I think that horse is going to win. There's a couple horses I would give an upset chance to, which we could talk about, but that's my, that's definitely the top horse for me. Gun ice. I just feel like this is going to end poorly for me because I've decided to try to go around gun Um, It seems to be the, a, a real lack of just absolute kind of need the lead type horses here. Um, I do like maybe Pinehurst to be that horse. Yes. Um, so, What's interesting about Pinehurst is I think that this horse might be coming off of, you know, what us handicappers call the Dubai bounce. Uh, Went and ran in the UAE, uh, comes back, runs in the Amsterdam, and then just gets a terrible start uh, at Saratoga in the Amsterdam running against uh, Gunite and uh, Arctiv and uh, a few other other pretty good uh, horses because, I mean, it is a great two. And so I thought maybe this horse has passed its Dubai bounce. And with how speed favoring it seems like the Keeneland track might have been, might be right now, yeah. that if I could get Pinehurst to break out on the lead and uh, that maybe I could get this horse to take it uh, gate to wire. Uh, my only knock on, on Gunite, and I'm really just kind of picking holes here because it's I'm not sure how serious of a knock it actually is, was I look back at that race in the H. Allen Jerkins where the horse had – post position seven i had a mnemonic device to get me through seven furlong races at saratoga uh one through three is dead to me 
for a more big friggin' score because it seemed like those outside posts outside of the one through three holes just at, you know, did really well. And so that horse had looked like it had everything going for it. And maybe it kind of might be going off the form because it's had a pretty grueling little thing. But like I said, I I'm really getting picky if I'm, you know, trying to beat it, but try to beat it. I will. So I'm using Pinehurst and then I'm also using the three Artorias. The one horse I think if this thing really heats up could uh, maybe get up to, to pick up the pieces with a, a flow up for uh, Chad Brown for uh, and the, the, the green and pink Judmont silks. Yeah. So I, I like uh, Pinehurst a lot. In fact, Pinehurst gets the coveted uh, plus rating on my chart. Okay. Now I'm excited uh, again. And for the same reason that you mentioned, you know, speed horse and got some serious back class. Um, I'm a little concerned with the 0 for 21 on Brendan Walsh at Keeneland. Um, you know, and Johnny V has been a little disappointing lately. But I think, you know, obviously 20 to 1, this horse is a humongous overlay. I don't think you're going to get that. But uh, the other horse I like is B-Doc. Uh, who's cutting back off the Pennsylvania Derby where he was 100 to 1. And he's two for two at seven furlongs. Uh, A very, very tactical horse will be up close early. Um, So I'm actually against Artorias. I don't like this move eight, nine, 10, back to seven furlongs. Uh, I'm, I'm not a big fan of that move. I'm not sure I understand it. I'm guessing, just guessing that they want to see how he handles it. And then if, if he does well, go in the Malibu uh, later in the year. But I'm, I'm, I'm struggling with that move, and I think a horse is going to take a lot of money, so I'm going to play against that one. Okay. I mean, yeah, I, I can't argue against it at all. Um, I also just am afraid of letting Chad Brown beat me. But you bring up a, a good point with B-Doc, which is I will get my ticket punched in. I'll realize that I don't have B-Doc. I will look at who is on B doc and I'll be like, damn it. I'm going to get Rosario'd in leg <laughs> one of this race. So in this race, I went too deep, Artorias Pinehurst. And who were your, your final pick five selections? For the I would go leg? three deep. If I had the budget with the, uh, what is it? Four, six, eight. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. The four Pinehurst, the six B doc and yeah. the eight yeah. gunite, which man, it's going to be talk future stars Friday. This year is just going to be a ton of, of, gunite siblings because it's all they're going to be all gun runner babies probably right. yes so race seven is the second leg five and a half furlong a hundred and twenty thousand dollar uh allowance non-winners of one condition it's on the turf uh and i'm going to say this up front i am a dirty dirty little pig boy for kentucky down shippers so i feel like okay. i need to get that out of the way uh right off the bat um i felt like i really had the spread here were you able to keep it narrow or were you uh, pretty wide also no, I'm going to single the two. I, I just don't like any of the horses in the race. And the two um, get perfect. First of all, perfect draw. Okay. Horse is extremely tactical early and hasn't has run perfect in all three of his races a lifetime. That horse makes complete sense. It can be very, very difficult to beat. Um, and as I looked at other horses, I just, I mean, the three makes a lot of sense. Um, but the horse, you know, was going a mile and then six and a half furlongs at Kentucky Downs. That's like more like seven, seven and a half furlongs. So I'm just not sure that horse really wants to go five and a half. Um, but, you know, I, I just couldn't find another horse I liked that much. So I think this is the race I'm just going to single the two and hope I survive. So I actually, I liked that two quite a bit. I lumped that two in 
with the nine touch of class okay. uh, because they both seem to be horses that maybe had a little bit of speed in the middle fractions that could probably have first run at anybody who decides to just go speedball on, on the front end. Uh, but yeah, Empress Tiger and Touch of Class were, were my two. And I mean, looking at, at Touch of Class, uh, once again, Kentucky Downs shipper went out there and dueled. You had to be out on the front at Kentucky Downs uh, during that meet, it seemed. So, I mean, the horse, to go out there and duel in an 11-horse race and then only fall to fourth, that, I mean, that's a pretty pretty salty effort. Uh, and like I said, dirty, dirty pig boy for, for the Kentucky Downs shippers. Um, so I, I'm using those two, but I'm also spreading, speed, uh, sorry, spreading out uh, with the three-storm miss who, I mean, it's the speed of speed with Wes Ward. It's got my probably one of my favorite young jockeys, uh, Gerardo Corrales, up, who just seems like he does great thing on Wes Ward's ho- horses. Uh, Sarah Mia, because if this does just go nuclear, I thought that that was uh, the horse that could uh, pick up the pieces. And uh, like I mentioned, touch class. And then, uh, I mean, always, always late, the 12. Uh, I did not protect myself from Rosario, but damn it, I'm doing it here. Uh, Rosario on a closer, once again, that's a Kentucky down shipper. And I always look for Saratoga shippers. So Sir, a Kentucky down shipper via Kentucky down shipper, shipper uh, sorry, Kentucky Downs via Saratoga, which means shut up and take all of my money, pretty much, because uh, I'll probably end up dropping a win bet on that one. So I looked at the 9 and 12 a lot, okay? And um, the 12, I just feel like, is an underneath horse only. Um, just can't see winning. And too short a price. But the 9, took a, I took a long, long look at this 9. Um, and f- at the end of the day, I just didn't like the post straw. And I don't think the horse is fast enough to clear. So it's going to get a little bit of a wide trip, going to lose some ground against that too. Um, but the nine, I took a very hard look. It's third in my chart, 15 to one morning line with James Graham. Uh, you're you're going a, a good direction there. All right. So I was whew, five deep. It's rare that I go more than four deep. I try to, unlike my physique, I like to keep it thin and trim typically. And uh yeah, so five deeps, pretty pretty wide for me, but I feel like it's a race that probably warrants it. Uh, let's go ahead. Let's hit this middle leg. Race eight, nine furlongs on the main track, $110,000 allowance, another non-winners of one. This is a really interesting race. I, I see a little bit of gamesmanship in here, but let's hear what the, what the almighty chart had to tell us. Well, the chart likes two horses. Then I threw a third one in. Um, but the chart likes the one and the five. Okay. And, and I'm really going to talk, the one's kind of obvious on paper and I, at two to one is kind of, uh, not a great price, but definitely the most likely winner. Um, but the five, I mean, Cox, Godolphin, Gaffleone, 10 to one. And that first this is second career race and the first race, uh, you know, was six, four and a half back, but I don't think that horse is necessarily a closer. I just think that was his first race lifetime. Horse is capable of improving significantly and showing uh, more early speed. And then, but then, you know, as I looked at it, Brad Cox, Gaffleone on the five for Giroux gets on the other Brad Cox, the, the six, old Flo Cox. Star. Yeah. So I think I'm set with three D one five six. Okay, I don't know if you've got tinfoil around, but. Get ready, because here's what comes my crazy conspiracy theory, is that Filmstar is the rabbit for Higginson for the Godolphin entry. 
to, okay. to make just heat it up so that this horse can actually close on on the main track fun all right so uh Malcolm Bamford, who is my my uh, Euro uh, racing expert, lives over in Newcastle. He taught me this this angle with Godolphin horses. He says always bet the Godolphin horse that's wearing the white cap, not the blue cap. It see, it seems like the one wearing the white cap always wins. Which uh, <laughs> I mean, that's so true. Okay, but the fu- problem is, Film Star is owned by Gary and Mary West. So how does that fit into your angle? I, I think it, it's a little bit of like a do do this solid for me. Maybe I, I you know set it up for you in, in another race down the road. Uh, okay. and I, but the thing is, I, I actually used Filmstar too. I was on the Higginson. That was my top pick. But I used Filmstar because this main track is so speed favoring. I mean, just look at the, the, the opener yesterday when a, a Charlestown horse got loose for like 20 to 1 going nine furlongs that this might be the rabbit that just keeps on going that that doesn't go. get caught. And I don't like uh, not using the other cocks. So, I mean, with one, five, six, I feel like I got really good coverage. So that's, you know, who else did you like? I, I pretty much kept it to those two. I, okay. I thought it was, it, it was interesting because there, there didn't seem to be just like an overwhelming amount of speed, but film star just kind of put a little bit of like a kerosene on it. If I had to use someone else, I might consider strong quality. Um, also maybe tis rye time uh, as some horses that can run a little bit late, but still stay relatively close enough to the pace that they don't leave themselves too much to do without the aid of a uh, possible rabbit film star. I'm not, you know, I'm not saying, I'm just saying. Yeah. Well, those other oh. horses you mentioned are all high on my chart. Uh, strong quality is fourth and tis rye time is second. Um, but war campaign was on top. Higginson was third off only one start. So that's really impressive to be ranked third off one start. Um, so yeah, I mean, I like uh, I like how we're playing it. You know, the, this is just the race for if you like just classic connections. I mean, you've got Gary and Mary West, you've got Rapoli, you've got uh, you know Godolphin, you've got all all sorts of just you know hoity-toity aristocrat kind of kind of owners in this one. All right, we are going to take a quick break here at the Notorious OTV. And when we get back, we've got the feature, the seven furlong Raven Run, a grade two for Phillies three years old. We will be right back. No House Advantage is changing the game by offering the most dynamic fantasy sports platform available today. Play and pick em contests versus other people for a shot at winning 250K plus in cash. Download the app, choose a contest, select your player props, Earn points for correct picks and climb the leaderboard for your shot to win big money every day. You can also test your skills versus the house at 20 times your entry if you hit all your picks. Bet on up to five player props, over-unders, or individual player matchups across every major sports league, including NFL, NBA, MLB, PGA, MMA, and NASCAR. Sign up now with promo code SGPN at NoHouseAdvantage.com or download the app on the App Store to get a first deposit match up to $25. Make sure to check out No House Advantage today and experience daily fantasy sports redefined because it's not just how you play, but also where you play. You won't want to miss out on this. Are you ever watching a movie and it's in subtitles because it's in a foreign language? You just think to yourself, damn it, if I just learned this foreign language, I could watch this movie instead of reading it. Well, if you're like me and there's a foreign language that you regret not learning in school, it's never too late to start with Babbel. Babbel is a language learning app 
that sold more than 10 million subscriptions. Thanks to Babbel's addictively fun and easy bite-sized language lessons, finally cross learning that new language off your list. With Babbel, you only need 10 minutes to complete a lesson so you can start having real-life conversations in a new language in as little as three weeks. Other language learning apps, they use AI for their same lesson plans, but Babbel lessons were created by over 150 language experts and voiced by real native speakers, not computers. Their teaching method has been scientifically proven to be effective. With Babbel, you can choose from 14 different languages, including Spanish, French, Italian, and German. Plus, Babbel's speech recognition technology helps you improve your pronunciation and accent. There's so many ways to learn with Babbel. In addition to lessons, you can access podcasts, games, videos, stories, and even live classes. Plus, it comes with a 20-day money-back guarantee. Start your new language learning journey today with Babbel. Right now, get up to 55% off your subscription when you go to babbel.com SGP. That's babbel.com SGP for 55% off your subscription. Babbel is language for life. Welcome back to the Notorious OTB, brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It's mine. I'm going to spell my name one more time. Check it. It's the N-O-T-O-R-I-O-U-S. You just lay down slow. Yep. Going to keep using the sample until the cease and desist comes in the mail. So we're looking at the feature for this Saturday card. Race 9, 7 furlongs, $350,000, grade 2, the Raven run for 3-year-old Phillies and uh I don't know about you but uh um, yes I'm yes, I'm singing I, I want to mingle you want to mingle yeah now- yeah I'm singled here I've, I've got a horse I really like but let's really let's go ahead. yeah get I I this was the hardest race for me I I think okay I'm really curious who your single is but um the horse I like the most in the race let me start there uh is the eight wicked halo um and uh, I'd have to look at the past performances to remind me why I like that horse. But, you know, first of all, tops of my chart, gets the coveted plus rating. So, um, and it's won three straight at the distance, seven furlongs, or three straight, six, seven furlongs, mile, six furlongs, Gaffleone, Asmussen, Winchell, Gunrunner. It's basically a repeat of race six. This horse is just extremely good. And uh, so I like this horse. And if I get anywhere near four to one, I'm loving it. Yeah. I, you know what? I, I hate to tell you, but uh, that's my single also. <laughs> okay. That That is the horse that I'm, that I'm using. Look at us. Hey, look at us. Look at us. Huh? Who would have thought? Not me. <laughs> so I like that they put the horse on the shelf after they after uh, attempting the Teppan, which was a long just list of stakes races going all the way back to hell the the Dixie Bell at uh, Oaklawn in February because went from the Dixie Bell to the Purple Martin, then into pretty deep waters with the eight bells uh, to another stakes race that I don't recognize the uh, abbreviation for. Then into the Teppan, then they lay it off into the Prioress absolutely freaks in the prioress and then they lay it off again so i think i really like the 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 freshener here off the off the shelf and uh i mean you said it gunrunner winchell asmussen like i have a theory that asmussen can't wake up to take a piss in the middle of the night without tripping over a world-class runner <laughs> well let me tell you um they're they are in loving this gunrunner i mean um so this is a homebred they got lots of mares they're just breeding everybody to gunrunner um yeah this horse makes sense there's a couple i mean of course the two is is scary 
but I, that's obvious, Captain Obvious. The other horses I like a little is this nine with size up for Terranova. Um, you know, cutting back. Well, actually, was at a mile and 16th, cut back to seven furlongs. Ran pretty good. That's a two-turn seven furlong race at Charlestown. And, you know, got beat six and three quarters by Society or eight lengths by Society. Sorry. But, you know, Society would drill every single horse in this race by that. So uh, I think that horse is a nice horse at 10 to one. Um, it's, I like that you're not sticking up your nose to the Charlestown shipper either. Cause I I've got, I did a, a stream with Barry uh, a couple, a couple days ago where I've got a play that I'm like running through a, a Charlestown shipper. He's like going, going with the Chucktown shipper. Eh? I was like, yeah, those <laughs> four turns, seven furlong races. You got something to them. I mean, this horse is legit. And, um, and, and then I think freedom speaks coming back to the dirt is kind of interesting um and might get overlooked a little bit for jeremiah Englehart. so i was gonna go four deep um uh, but with two six eight nine but i respect your single I respect your single lot definitely my top horse a horse i thought was interesting and i'm surprised i'm not using it defensively is um i always feel that it's better to be uh the donker than the donkey in these in these races because i hate getting donked on uh when it comes down you know to the money legs with uh fingal's cave and i mean this is a horse that i was all over uh during this it's you know saratoga campaign and it ran extremely well but it was also uh bet extremely well uh and i think that there might just be just maybe a little bit too much early pace in here because you do have the presence of the rob actress horse smash ticket with kedrick carmouche and you know gator sending that's his move um and then you also had like Union Lake on the inside. Um, what was really interesting also was, was Smash Ticket was just how slow those f- fractions are. Like a horse that wants to go gate to wire running, you know, 22 seconds in, in a optional claimer, 23 seconds in a, in a stakes race at Pimlico just really just has it its own way. And I, I feel like that's probably my strongest bet against for this card. Okay, good. I hope that horse loses. Yeah. Um, you know, and uh, I looked at Fingal's Cave. You know, anytime you got an undefeated horse, you got to take it serious. But, you know, three of the races were against New York Reds. And um, cutting back to seven furlongs here, uh, I think I'm not sure he's in this league as a sprinter. Uh, this is a pretty salty group of sprinters. So uh, I looked hard at the five, but at four to one, I felt like um, I wasn't getting enough value to use that horse, the New York Red. So give us the Gunrunner, give us Asperson, give us the Maroon Silks with Tyler Gaffleyon up. We both love Wicked Halo. But worth mentioning, Jeff also really likes the Chucktown Chipper coming out of the uh, Charlestown Oaks. Midnight Stroll for uh, John Terranova, which I can't, you cannot not pay attention to John Terranova. He is a good trainer. He is a very good trainer. Yes. All right. So ran good against society and society's legit. And had to go roughly five and a half turns to, to get it done too <laughs> around the bull ring in Chucktown. I, I don't know about you, but one of my favorite people in horse racing, though I've never seen his face, no idea what he looks like, is the Chucktown Showpool Bridge Jumper because he's oh. always out there. The okay. guy who stops like 5,000 to show in the place pool, which is a lot for you know a six-horse race at, at Charlestown. Oh, I'm going to beat him so bad someday gonna beat him so bad betting every other horse to show his horse is gonna stumble i'm gonna i just imagine walking around with a duffel bag maybe not a duffel bag i grew 
I guess $5,000 isn't just doesn't really take up a whole lot of space. Maybe like a lunchbox full of $5,000, just slamming it down at the window. Definitely not placing that one through an ADW, but that was the stakes race. We are at race 10, the final leg, the money leg. Time to get paid, blow up like the world's trade. The leg where we hope that we make enough money to utter these famous words from Denzel Washington. Hey, 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 don't rub on that. You blocked that. You understand? That's alpaca. That's $25,000 alpaca. You block that shit. Right. You don't rub them. Put the club soda on there. Try to make that, put that club soda on my alpaca money. Uh, this is a big, wide open maiden special weight. Uh, nine furlongs, $100,000 maiden special weight on the turf. Uh, I went very wide in this one, too. I settled on one as my, as my uh, a top pick. Uh, kind of, I decided I just had to kind of play into angles. Um, okay. I think this is a, a good race where I think that your, you know, your, your uh, uh, charts probably provide a little bit more insight that I think that I, my brain could physically tie together. Well, uh, I'm hoping this 14 draws in. That's my top pick. Um, but I have no strong opinion. Uh, I'll, we could talk about these horses, but I, I, I'm going to go five deep with that 14. I'm going to go six, seven, nine, 12, 14. Um, the 14, you know, probably is not going to draw in a seven blinkers on with Saez and maker. Um, you know, he's one of your piggies. Okay. Yeah. Coming in from, from Kentucky down. Oh, that, that factor struggle into it. <laughs> and For then sure. We got pancake house. Biscizza decides to ride pancake house. I he had his choice of a few horses in here. Um, the nine also coming out of a really nice Kentucky Downs effort. Um, and then you got um, Good Soldier, the six. So I was five deep. Uh, I had no strong opinion. Could have gone deeper. But uh, I'm going to stick with six, seven, nine, 12, 14. So I, I went... I went five deep as well. I'll go ahead and give you my, my top pick, which was actually the seven push button uh, yeah. from, from Mike Maker. And like I said, I played into some angles. Uh, my dirty little pig boy, Kentucky down shipper angle. And then uh, equipment changes. Uh, I love yeah. seeing equipment changes and main, you know, main special weight, main claiming races because they're trying things to get the horse in the winner's circle or show the ability to pass last time. And I mean, this is, this is the time of year to pay attention to Mike Maker. Um, plus, I mean, Peter Blum, pretty good connections it's not like it's three diamonds which is like his primary go-to but i also really love that they put luis Saez up as opposed to jose ortiz because i do think that he will keep this horse a little bit closer to the pace so that maybe he doesn't leave himself you know two uh links back you know entering the stretch like he did last time which will put him in pretty good striking position but i also use the one karoom uh playing the pedigree a dane hill baby should absolutely love this distance first off first or on the rail it's always dicey but i feel like you know this could be chaos and then the two, uh, Monjid, uh, didn't really seem to like the dirt last time, so like the move back to turf. We mentioned push button. The nine, inbound. Once again, another Kentucky down shipper who's shown that he can pass. And then the 11, Shogun Warrior, also Kentucky down shipper who's shown that they can pass. Are we sensing a theme yet? Well, the one is interesting, and I looked hard at the one, uh, but then I got turned off by the uh, 5% trainer angle. Uh, for Wayne Catalano with first-time starters. And Julian Lepereau is such a patient rider. I just feel like this horse is going out and getting a workout, not, not a serious contender. Um, 
I also looked very hard at Monjid, um, your two horse, and I guess I didn't notice that strong start on the turf. Um, then came back at, here at Keeneland, so he's wheeling back in 12 days. That horse actually makes a lot of sense. I, I might have to use that horse. And Shadwell, McKeever, yeah. Yeah, it's the the classic kind of connections too that win at Keeneland with Shadwell because they you know they want to be able to sell more Shadwell babies for millions of dollars you know whenever it's time for like the September sales or the the spring sales. Yeah, I also this Vincent Chavanode he seems to be turning it on from what I I saw at uh, Keeneland yesterday. Uh, so we might have another uh, maybe French Strangler Junior uh, possibly. Uh, yeah, I, I really like that too at 20 to one that that horse makes a uh, really good sense at that price uh on the return to turf um and who else did you have i know you had push button uh who else uh, and then the nine inbound and the 11 okay. shogun warrior um, okay shogun warrior sure uh inbound i do like adam basquiza i don't know much about uh gerardo rodriguez uh, the horse has had a lot of trouble uh last time ran into a really hot pace and closed pretty well into it at kentucky downs which making that closing move at kentucky downs is worth worth noting uh let me scroll through here i just want to see is he entered and did i use him oh there's no joel rosario i was about to say like i've made a fatal mistake and left joel rosario out in this leg so i cannot get rosario he is i believe on maybe a uh an also eligible nope nope he just He's just chunking the deuces after the the last race and is not sticking around for the finale, it appears. Uh, doesn't look like he's getting them out here. But, yeah, Shogun Warrior, um, Kentucky Down Shipper. I mean, I don't know much about Byron Hughes. Uh, Farron Peterson, that's a name I see a bit. Seems like it runs around the uh, – they run around the middle Atlantic quite a bit. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, seems like, uh, you know, doesn't necessarily maybe have the the pedigree uh, behind it with the being by first samurai who looks like more of like a – uh, a sire a sprinter of sires but uh, it'd be one to take a shot because it could just at, be absolute chaos yeah i decided against that one uh i looked hard at shogun warrior 11 hole didn't excite me to begin with and you know was ba beaten badly granted they were going a mile and a half but was beaten pretty badly by good soldier um and good soldier gets gaffley owned up so i felt i was better off taking good soldier but uh i hear you but it, this is a race that trips you know who knows who's going to get the trip and trip is going to win the race so of, of these horses that we've picked out who which one has the jockey that you feel like you have the most trust in to get a smart trip uh on the turf here let me take a small look here because we've got Tyler Gaffleone, we got Johnny V, uh, another young one I like, Ray Lou, uh, Jose Raquelme, Vincent Chaminade, uh, Julian Leperoux. I'm going to say Saez, and just because I trust that jockey a lot. He's such a hardworking jockey. Absolutely. Um, and, you know, I, he doesn't mail him in. And, I, you know, I, as far as trusting jockeys, I don't have any turf stats in front of me. I don't know how good uh, Gaffleone is on the turf. I like him too, but Saez is just, I trust that guy. You know, I would say him. I don't see I, any like great turf jockeys in here. I, I like him because he will stay aggressive enough not to just let a horse uh, basically sit back and watch a horse get smaller as it just runs away from the field and no one presses it. Like he'll get aggressive and actually give it, give it a ride. 
uh, which I mean, you can clean up playing New York tracks, just betting Sias to actually be aggressive and, you know, yeah. send. So that is it for our pick five tickets. We're going to hit one last break. When we come back, uh, I'm going to wrap it up. I'm going to give you my final ticket and uh, we will uh, sadly say goodbye after that, but we will be right back for the thrilling conclusion of Notorious OTV. If you watch football, you need Fubo TV. Fubo TV gives you complete coverage of all college and pro football with NFL Red Zone plus games in 4K at no extra charge. Over 100 channels of live sports and entertainment for a fraction of the price of cable. Watch on all your devices and never miss a game or an episode of your favorite shows with the included cloud-based DVR. Plus, there's no contract, no commitment, and you can cancel at any time. Right now, you can try Fubo TV free for seven days and get 15% off your first month. Just go to FuboTV.com slash SGP. That's F-U-B-O-T-V dot slash SGP. Now, what is Odds Trader? I'll be damned if it's not just a one-stop shop where you can compare odds from all the major sports books. You can also compare the different sign-up codes, the promotions from sports books to get the best deals. The app also provides player statistics, key game stats, injury reports, and projected game day weather for betters to make the most informed bets possible. And it's also got a bet tracker so betters can keep records of all your games and betting activities. Listen, all this stuff, one place, where does it where does it get better? It doesn't. Go to oddstrader.com slash bluewire. Oddstrader, it's the number one site for all your game day bets. Welcome back to the Notorious OTV, brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It's been an absolute joy to have Jeff charting horse value on Twitter. You got to find him uh, and check out his uh, product on uh, on Horse Racing Nation. Maybe check out mine while you're there too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, he does a lot of tracks. He's got a really good system. Uh, it's something that, like, whenever I first started trying to handicap, I basically tried to do what Jeff is doing. But he's been doing it for at this point decades, and really has fine tuned it into just a an excellent either you know uh, product for giving picks, but also just a product for being su- you know supplemental to supplement your your own handicapping if you're more of like a, a you know DIYer if you don't like free money. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> no, I, I always encourage people to handicap the race. Don't mm-hmm. just take my a horse or. You know, look at look at the whole chart. Look at the PPs if you need to handicap the race. That's what's fun. Don't buy somebody's pick. Oh, although I know you selling your picks, so no offense. But yeah, you know, I, you know, handicap. You know, that's what makes the sport fun. Mine's kind of like a white glove service where you get okay. to read my 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 yeah. humorous uh, takes on the races and yeah. kind of you know try to give some bet structure. Try to teach a little bit. Um, yes. But yes, but and also, great, and still- I love this podcast. It's hilarious. Thank you, man. It's uh, we are. This is episode forty-seven now. We started literally the week of the the Kentucky Derby and starting to starting to gain, gain traction. Which, by the way, please, uh, you know, subscribe, follow, okay. review us. Give us uh, you know, if you write a negative review, I will come back at you with all just <laughs> teeth and fingernails. But uh, uh, let me go ahead. I'm going to give out my final ticket here. It ended up being a sixty-dollar play for fifty cents. So leg one, we were three four. Leg two, two three six nine twelve. Leg three five six. Leg four, the single eight, and then finish it off one, two, seven, nine, eleven. Right, let me give mine out. I don't know how much it costs, I but I'm gonna this. go four, six, eight, and leg one, two, and leg two, um, one, five, six, and leg three, two, seven, eight, nine, 
in leg four and six, seven, nine, le 12, six, seven, nine, 12, 14 in leg five. And you're probably going to get a horse or two scratching out of this sequence, but that's how I'll, I'll uh, at least pencil it in for now. Okay. That's a, ends up being a $90 play for 50 cents, uh, which it gives you, I feel like, the coverage that you definitely need considering how tough the second leg and the, the finale in this is going to be where you really probably have to, you know, I say this now, but it, which means I'm probably talking the chalk into the winner's circle here. But, uh, yeah, it's it, seem, it seems to be the, the amount of coverage that you probably need. So, man, uh, definitely give Jeff a follow. Jeff, what's your uh, Twitter handle? Info at... I'm sorry. No. Info charting H O one info charting H O one. There we go. And uh, check out the build. believe it's picks that horse racing nations where you can find his uh, sheets and he covers multiple tracks, man. It's not just Keeneland. It's not, it's this every track. This system works for, for all, all the tracks. He has something out there, which uh, me, I, I feel like I'm like printing the Gutenberg Bible every single day to get my, to get my sheet done for, for one track. But Man, I I need to follow your lead and work work smarter and not harder because I'm well, two, I'm toiling. Two of my customers just texted me. They just hit the pick three at Keeneland. They raced three, four, five, um, and off my charts, two of them. And I um, I actually got knocked out. I just played a double race four, five. I got knocked out, but I hit the winner in race five. I think he was two to one. So Keeneland's been a rough rough go of it. Let's hope it goes well this weekend. I, I think it will. I mean, it sounds like you're definitely dialing in at this point. So, yeah, look at that. Good omens. That's going to do it for us here on the Notorious OTV. Jeff, you are welcome back anytime. Even if you just want to go off the meds and just come back and be like, this is the real me. Will I? You're welcome to do that. Even if it's just a good rant. If you want to just, <laughs> uh, you know, you, you come back and you can talk shit about tracks on mic if you want. Okay, um, let's do it. He he deserves it. He deserves a little bit of shit talk. Um, that's going to do it for us here at the Notorious OTV. Brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Don't forget, we've got our our uh, build-up to the Breeders' Cup episodes. We had Ren Carruthers on to talk about a, uh, the baby races on Friday. Uh, Caleb Knight's going to join me to talk about uh, horses on Classic Day. And then uh, my our buddy from across the pond, Malcolm Bamford, he's going to give us a preview of some of the uh, Euro horses that you're going to have to pay attention to. So check it out. We will catch you next time. <laughs>